Okay, and welcome to episode eight of I Have a Lot of Friends with Brolin Divine. here with my friend Matthew Miller or Matt Miller. Hello. Depending. Yeah. Do you prefer Matt or Matthew? I like writing the name Matthew. It's more fun to write, but I don't know anybody who calls me that. Matt is from Aurelia. Yeah. I'm from Aurelia. Mm-hmm. And we know each other from Aurelia. That's where it all started. <laughs> um, yep. And uh, he's actually in uh, Calgary right now as we record this. Yeah. Yeah. There was some technical difficulties, but we got him sorted out. An hour later than uh, we planned. Yeah. Uh, but here we are. Hey, that's okay. Yep. It's a learning experience. For sure. We're both uh, we're both more wise than we were an hour ago. One of my uh, uh, favorite memories of mm-hmm. you is uh, you uh, sitting in that uh, small shack uh, lit by my phone light and uh, playing um, a song from your your Frankenstein musical. Oh, at the uh, at the Schilling uh, Still Parade. Yeah, the Still Parade. I love everything about that Frankenstein musical. Oh, well, thank you very much. I think you're you're one of like the two people that know about that uh, that musical that didn't really happen. Well, now that uh, we're talking about it on here, you can count on uh, two more people knowing about it. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that people were listening to this. I thought this was just something you like to do. Well, I take for granted that at least two people will listen to it. For all I know, it could be zero people. Well, what are they like? Uh, we should talk about things that they're interested in. I don't know who it is. Oh, we could suppose who it is, I guess. I don't know. Do you have like? Uh, do you have like secret admirers, or are these people that you don't consider friends who are like starting up the rival podcast? Like Brolin has a lot of enemies with so and so. Oh, that would I would subscribe to, to that podcast. Well, I'll get it off the ground. I just need to figure out who these people are listening. They exist. Well, you know, here it is. If you're listening and you're my enemy, Matt Miller's got the podcast for you. Well, yeah, I figure I'll just sit him down. We'll be like, so what is it? Like, what bothers you so much about Brawl? And he's okay. And then they'll be like, well, it's this. And fucking furious, the guy. And then <laughs> and we'll talk it out, bro. And by the end, I'll bring him back. Like, they'll be friends with you by the end of my podcast about, uh, about your wild foes. Or maybe they'll bring you to that side once you hear, like, what I did to them that put them against me oh perhaps yeah i could be swayed either way Uh, but i mean like you've always been pretty sweet to me like i'd say um one of my favorite brolin memories was i didn't really know who you were and uh yeah and i think you were like going to some parties that my little sister was going to and uh and she mentioned you one time as like uh uh as like this guy who's always going to parties and like no matter what he always ends up naked He's just like the sweetest guy, but it seems like he's naked at every single party. And I was like, yeah, I think I've met that guy. I like that guy's style. <laughs> that that was true about me in high school. Well, yeah, I like that They'd always story. end up naked. Yeah. And like she didn't seem like threatened or offended by it. It was just like, yeah, there's that cute brawling guy who's always naked for some reason. <laughs> I don't know how I got myself into this position, but I was always naked but people never seemed offended by it. Yeah. And I don't know how I got into that 
but it was a nice spot to be in. I suppose, yeah. Like you were, uh, you were wholesome or unthreatening enough that it went, yeah, went over okay. I I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't think it would fly down here if I did that. No, no, probably not. But also, like, there's there's some uh, there's some weird parties in Toronto where like people don't seem to care or notice if you're naked. Those are probably parties I don't want to go to. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I can't believe I forgot to mention uh, that. Uh, Matt Miller did my end theme song for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, I remember when you asked me to, I like was so hungover and gross and like ran to the piano and sent you like five or six horrible ones. And then later that day, I came home from work and then just sent you the one that you use now. Um, but yeah, those original <laughs> ones horrible. were pretty rough. They were brainstorming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were just trying to see what I wanted like lyrically, I think, right? Oh, perhaps, yeah. And I think, uh, and I think also, I was just a little um, under the weather of sorts. I understand. Mm-hmm. No problem. Did you? Uh, do you remember we went to that musical together? Yeah, that was rough. But you were a trooper and you stuck it out. <laughs> but it was really bad. Well, it was a Stephen King, John Mellencamp, T-Bone Burnett musical. Yeah, like I don't know whose idea that was. Like if it was, uh, I'm hoping that it was the Coogs, and the Coog was over at like uh, T-Bones and him and you know Stevie King were all sitting around like playing harmonica and like tapping their toes or something and one of them was just like hey you know what we could get away with you know like I hope that (laughs) it wasn't really like done with a whole lot of uh, you know sincerity I hope it was more like you know what we could probably get people to go see and we probably wouldn't even lose money on it because we're all hilariously (laughs) talented you know how we can make some dough? Well, I doubt they really made that much money, but I bet they didn't lose any money just having that weird project. Yeah, yeah. So you you think it was more of like a practical joke almost? Well, that they were I feel on. like it was just like, uh, I don't know, some creative folks jamming. And I don't think all jam <laughs> bands are really great all the time. In fact, most of them aren't. No, but at the same time, like uh, like when they're on, they're on. So, I yeah, I think we participated in one of their events that wasn't their best, but no, you took off at halftime. You didn't, you couldn't handle it, and I understand. Yeah. I stayed till the end and told you after that you were lucky you had left when you did, because it was literally like one of those, and they were dead the whole time, <laughs> kind of uh, ending. And it didn't shock and I was me like, at how? all. I think I screamed laughing when I read that text. I was just, I was so happy I left. I don't know, like, how could he possibly have written that and ended it with, and here's the twist, they were dead the whole time. Like, how could he do that at this point in his career, Stephen King? Well, that's the thing, is I wonder if Stephen King was like, okay, I know how to write a story. Why don't we give the ending to the kook? Why don't we get Mellencamp (laughs) to, like, you know, slap an ender on this, you know, on this baby cake. And then Mellencamp was like, they were dead the whole time. And he says it so fast. And King just shrieks laughing. He's like, all right, buddy, you got it. But you know what? Um, I don't know if they said who wrote the story, who wrote the music. Maybe just the whole thing was music by Stephen King <laughs> and story by John Mellencamp. Yeah, see, that would have been the best if it was just like, hey, I'll, I'll show you how to play a G chord if you show me how to make a, like a proper paragraph. And then they like gave each other a high five. <laughs> that is the best. If I had the background story, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Well, yeah, if, like, if, somebody, if somebody just came up and was like, all right, so... These three guys are really talented. They switched roles. 
and we all knew before watching the thing, then maybe we wouldn't take it so seriously, or I wouldn't have been so personally offended. I um just said on my last episode of this podcast that I was leaving Toronto. As a guy uh, who has left Toronto, do you feel good about that decision still? Yeah, yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, yeah. I was I was pretty grumpy, um, like my last two or so years in Toronto. Because I quit doing music, and then I was just working, and I'm oh yeah, and so I was just there to work, and uh, I don't know there was still some friends playing music and stuff like that, and occasionally I'd go out and see a show, but wasn't really my thing, and so then I just wasn't doing anything, and so it was just kind of a sad place to be, and yeah, like the moment I left, I was just in a great you know mental space and just excited about life. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, so where are you headed? You were here a lot longer than me, too. Like, I've only been here a little under two years. You were here for, like, ten years or something, right? Yeah, almost ten. Yeah, like, a long time, anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm going to move back to Aurelia for a bit with my parents. Oh, well, there you just go. Just to save some money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm, uh, after I save some money, hopefully going to move uh, to New Zealand. Okay. <laughs> That's where my sister and her boyfriend are moving uh, kind of beginning of March. So that's my hope as well, to do that. And uh, is, is there a big uh, like comedy scene you're pursuing in New Zealand or some mountains you want to climb? Or what's the Brolin thing over there? I have no idea. Just like um, the experience in general, I guess. But I hope that there's like some comedy going on. I don't even know where we're going to settle, whether it'll be a city or like a small town or what, you know? I assume city. I've uh, hardly been working. I cut my shifts back down to three a week so that I could do more creative stuff. Yeah. Now, which I've done uh, if it's creative to sleep in till three in the afternoon and then watch Netflix until you go to bed. Huh. If that's creative, then I've got lots of creative stuff done since I've had more days off. How long has this been going on, Brolin? Only a couple weeks. Only a couple weeks. A couple weeks, eh? Wow, that flies. I don't know what yeah. I would do with a lot of time off. I haven't had a lot of time off in a while. Uh, there was a time yeah, where you... I cut the top of my thumb off. Oh, yeah, you sent me a picture of yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty gross. And uh, It was gross. <laughs> yeah, and so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't you know, work in a kitchen because I only had one hand I could use. The other hand had to be, like, wrapped up so that it wouldn't, you know, die. And uh, Yeah. And so I was at home for, like, two weeks, and I really did not do much. And I got paid like a little bit, like a percentage of what you're supposed to get paid from like workers comp or whatever, like as my thumb grew back. <laughs> yeah, I was I was so excited to go back to work. There were like, yeah, there were like, you know, definitely some days of just drinking beer in the sun and then like falling asleep at like 4 p.m. <laughs> that sounds okay. That sounds okay for a bit. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing is like that was probably great for the first three days. And then after that, it's like, ugh. I, I, I need, I need an artistic hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told myself I'd write a lot more. Oh, yeah, but writing, you need those uh, those stupid ideas. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, your thumb's grown back now. Oh, yeah, it looks fine. It's just shorter than the other one. How far down did you cut it? Um. Well, I've got a ruler right here. Let me, uh, let me line it up. Yeah, l- let me know. Okay. Well, like, let's say if you start at the zero... As we do when we're measuring things. I thought that rulers cost more money than they do, so I was kind of, like, 
Saving up for a ruler? It turns out they're $2. You don't need to save up for a ruler. Yeah, so it's um, <laughs> about three and a half millimeters. So not much. I, I, you're saying that's not that much, but that's quite a lot when you're talking about um, cutting a piece of yourself off. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. That, that part of me is now gone. I was going to say, I know you're not here uh, to promote this in any way at all. But I uh, have to mention, because you just put that uh, Greatest Hits thing online. Oh, yeah, 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 I did. A collection of your songs. You, you emailed uh, certain friends a list of songs asking t- them to pick their favorites. Mm-hmm. My, myself included, which I was very honored. Hey, I was appreciated that you got back to me with some, uh, some songs you liked. I felt good because um, I'm pretty sure there's one that I said had to be on there that you didn't even give me on the list, and it was on there. It's called Leaving Yet, right? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't on the original list, I don't think, but that was one that's like always been one of my favorite that I listen to all the time. Yeah, I found a good version of it to put on there. I think it might even be different than the version I had on, on my thing, so now I have two versions of it, which is nice. Yeah, I think there's like four versions of that one. Um, like some of the songs I liked, I just uh, I didn't think that I did right the first time, or I thought I did an okay job, but I wanted to do it a different way. So there's a few different you know, versions of a bunch of songs. Is it okay if I uh, play a song on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. Okay, cool. I don't want to think about leaving yet. But just arrive. Satisfied. A roll to you. What would an honest man do? put one in right there okay that, that'd be the spot <laughs> wow what a gem i'm glad you put that on yeah well that's a maybe the difference between you and i you seem to be um a glass half full kind of guy and i'm a glass half empty kind of guy oh no i'm i'm also like a are you kidding me a glass like i'm kind of just <laughs> excited that there's a glass <laughs> I can be, uh, you know, pretty joyful for absolutely no reason, just because, uh, you know, just because it's a oh, day that... of the week. But yeah, I, I didn't, I, I thought I didn't know that was joy. I thought it was just like kind of like frustration. Oh no, you read me completely wrong. I was just like, you know, not just grateful for what's in the glass, but like holy moly, a glass. Get into the woods 
paint a landscape Learn to settle down and Leave no trace so wonderful I do want to make a musical with you, though. I want you to be the Stephen King to my uh, John Mellencamp. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, if that's if that's the template, then yeah, I'd feel very comfortable working on that musical. Perfect. You reminded me of my first memory of you, actually, which is way before high school. Not way before, but before high school. Okay. I uh, went to Mount Slavin, right? Sure. So I used to hang out with your neighbors. Uh, growing up. Yeah. I remember being at my friend Josh Annis's, uh birthday party when we were in like grade six, maybe, or seven. Mm-hmm. And I remember you coming over, and I didn't know who you were. Um, you would have been, I guess, like grade eight, grade nine, maybe, right? Okay. Depending on what, how old I was. Um, so you came over, and I don't remember a lot, but I do remember you kind of just being like, hey, you guys like Kurt Cobain? And then I, I don't even remember how we responded. And the other thing I remember you saying, uh, doing was explaining to us kids uh, how what whippets were and how you did them with a, an aerosol can. Oh, I think you have me confused with Rob Schnur. <laughs> no, no, this was you. I think you were just trying to be shocking. Oh, because no, I had a pal who was uh, who was obsessed with Kurt Cobain back in the day, and he yeah. Like, he read, like, Kurt Cobain's journal or something like that, where he goes into, like, you know, big detail on how to do that. I think you must have just, like, heard about it then, because this was 100% you. Yeah, because that would make some sense, because I remember where I heard that information and how it was just a really dangerous, stupid thing to do, because, you know, you could actually just kill way too many brain cells all at once if you did that. (laughs) You didn't present it that way. Oh, well, no, I don't think I was trying to. You presented it as a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was kind of a bad influence. Um, I liked it. I was like intimidated though. I was like, "Oh, this guy's scary." I'm gonna just be agreeable. <laughs> All right, Brolin. Thanks for having me on uh, your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming. And yeah, now we throw to your song that you made for the end of my podcast. Goodbye for now. Take care, my sweet friend. I'll see you when we do, and I'll like that visit too Don't be a stranger or stay away long 
we've got lots to talk about in time. I've a lot of friends with Brolin.